Good morning. Welcome to worship today on this 22nd day after Pentecost. Let us begin our worship with a confession and forgiveness. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. God of all mercy and consolation, come to the help of your people, turning us from our sin to live for you alone. Give us the power of your Holy Spirit, that we may confess our sin, receive your forgiveness, and grow into the fullness of Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. Let us confess our sin in the presence of God and of one another. Most merciful God, we confess that we are captive to sin and cannot free ourselves. We have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed by what we have done and by what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us. Forgive us, renew us, and lead us, so that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways to the glory of your holy name. Amen. In the mercy of Almighty God, Jesus Christ was given to die for us, and for his sake God forgives us all our sins. As a called and ordained minister of the Church of Christ, and by his authority, I therefore declare to you the entire forgiveness of all your sins, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.
the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Let us pray. Eternal light, shine in our hearts. Eternal wisdom, scatter the darkness of our ignorance. Eternal compassion, have mercy on us. Turn us to seek your face and enable us to reflect your goodness. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. The Holy Gospel according to Mark. Glory to you, O Lord. As Jesus and his disciples and a large crowd were leaving Jericho, Bartimaeus, son of Timaeus, a blind beggar, was sitting by the roadside. When he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to shout out and say, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Many sternly ordered him to be quiet, but he cried out even more loudly, Son of David, have mercy on me. Jesus stood still and said, Call him here. And they called the blind man, saying to him, Take heart, get up, he is calling you. So throwing off his cloak, he sprang up and came to Jesus. Then Jesus said to him, What do you want me to do for you? The blind man said to him, Teacher, let me see again. Jesus said to him, Go, your faith has made you well. Immediately he regained his sight and followed him on the way. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. If you remember our Gospel reading from Mark last week, Jesus asked James and John, what do you want me to do for you? Today, Jesus asks the same question, but this time he is asking Bartimaeus, a blind beggar. Last week, James and John were brazenly asking Jesus to favor them over the other disciples. In today's gospel reading, Bartimaeus is brazenly asking Jesus to heal him. The people around him are telling Bartimaeus to be quiet. But he was desperate, and nothing was going to stop him from his chance to regain his sight. All three men were trying to gain a better standing in the community, but only one was thinking of more than just himself. Bartimaeus was in his usual spot along the roadside, waiting for people to come along and bless him with some of their loose change. The money he received each day helped him to buy food and maybe support his family who took care of him or pay for lodging. It was a very difficult life, and it was hard to depend on others for survival. Then Bartimaeus heard those around him talking about Jesus of Nazareth. He and his disciples were coming down the road. This was Bartimaeus' chance to change his life forever. Bartimaeus listened closely and heard voices coming near him. It must be them. He shouted out to Jesus, calling him the son of David. People around him were appalled that he would yell out, but that didn't stop Bartimaeus. He yelled out again. He was an embarrassment to those around him, but not to Jesus. 
Jesus stopped. It could have been because of the yelling, but maybe it was because Jesus realized Bartimaeus knew him. The people around Bartimaeus said it was Jesus of Nazareth, which only identified Jesus from where he lived. But Bartimaeus called him Jesus, the son of David. It was as good as calling him the Messiah. Here was a blind man who knew Jesus for who he really was. This man could literally not see him, but he saw something in Jesus who those who had been looking at him for a long time could not see. Bartimaeus may have been blind in his eyes, but he was not blind in his faith. That is what may have caused Jesus to stop and pay attention to Bartimaeus. It was that strong faith that healed him and opened his eyes to a world in which Jesus would reign as the Messiah. Notice what Bartimaeus did when he heard Jesus call to him. He threw off his cloak. It was as if he was throwing off his old self, knowing he was about to make a big change in his life. Early I, I said there were three men in the last two weeks who asked Jesus to do something for them, but only one was doing it for unselfish reasons. That one was Bartimaeus. His healing and regaining his sight was more than just being able to see again. It was a chance for him to fulfill, fulfill his vocation in this world. He felt called to follow Jesus and become one of his disciples. He wanted the world to know about the Messiah, and he wanted to be one of those who told them. In confirmation class last Wednesday, we talked about vocation. Vocation is more than a job where you receive a salary or a volunteer position which is done out of obligation. Vocation comes from the Latin word voca, which means calling. I told the kids that I hope each one of them someday finds something that they do, either as a paid job or a volunteer position that becomes a call something where they use the gifts God has given them and find true fulfillment. We also talked about being countercultural. We talked about going against popular culture where people tend to be judged by their looks, the money they earn, or the material possessions they acquire. As Christians, we are to treat all people as God's children, whom God has made in God's image, no matter their popularity, financial status, or possessions. Bartimaeus was just that type of person. He found his vocation in being a follower of Jesus, and he was countercultural when he cried out to Jesus and refused to be silent. How can we be more like Bartimaeus? Just like Bartimaeus threw off his cloak to signify a new beginning, what do we have to shed to become a more fervent follower of Jesus?
Have we found our vocation yet? Or are we still searching for what God is calling us to do? Then there is the matter of becoming truly countercultural for the sake of the gospel. How often are we persuaded to strive for what will please others in this world instead of striving for what will please God in God's kingdom? There was one student in confirmation class who began grinning and almost glowing as she admitted that she is in many ways countercultural. And she is right. She has talked about what she and her family do for the environment and for other people. Instead of this being something she was concerned about, she found it something to be proud of. I pray that someday she finds a vocation where she feels called to continue to find ways to save God's creation. It is never too late to look at the gifts God has given you and find ways to turn those gifts into a meaningful vocation. Many have already done so. It could be that you have never thought of your work as a vocation. Yet it is, and that is why you find what you do so fulfilling. But you don't have to have a job to have a vocation. You may find yourself doing God's work in a volunteer position, or in your life's work as a parent, sibling, or child. Let's all try to be a little more like Bartimaeus when he threw off his cloak, sprang to his feet, and came to Jesus. But instead of asking Jesus to do something for us, maybe we need to ask Jesus what he wants us to do for him. The answer may be surprising or a little daunting, but we must go out in faith as Bartimaeus did and follow Jesus. It is never too late to start. Amen.
toils and snares I have already come. This grace has brought me safe thus far, and grace will lead me Using the words of the Apostles' Creed, let us confess our holy faith. I believe in God the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, God's only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven. He is seated at the right hand of the Father, and he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Set free from sin and death and nourished by the word of truth, we join in prayer for all of God's creation. Risen One, we give you thanks for congregations and ministries throughout the world that serve as centers of prayer and action. Empower us to share your word, Lord, in your mercy. Hear our prayer. Holy One, we give you thanks for generous land that produces abundant harvests. Be with all those who work the land and keep them safe. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Ruling One, we give you thanks for leaders of nations who work to build up the common good and seek peace. Be with all those in military service and their families, especially Andrew Grau. May their ways be safe and their homecomings joyful. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Healing One, we give you thanks for all who labor for the health of others. Send healing and relief to all who suffer, especially those we carry in our hearts and those we name aloud. 
Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Providing one, we give you thanks for all who provide for others. Inspire generosity in your people. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Living one, we give you thanks for the saints who have increased our faith. Give us courage to follow in hope until you gather us around your table. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Confident that you hear us, O God, we boldly place our prayers in your hands through Jesus Christ, our truth and life. Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord's face shine on you with grace and mercy. The Lord look upon you with favor and give you peace. Amen.
Go in peace. Christ is with you. Thanks be to God.